Welcome to Free Your Children on 1460 AM Christian Radio. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and my mission here at Free Your Children is to share the truth and love about education. There's a battle raging for the souls of our nation's children. I hope this ministry equips you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. I want to thank Safe Storage for sponsoring tonight's show. If you have storage needs and you are in the Middle Tennessee area, you can contact Safe Storage at safestoragetn.com. If you would like to sponsor Free Your Children radio show or the Free Your Children ministry, send me an email at freeyourchildren at gmail.com and I will get a sponsorship package in the mail to you or send it to you in an email. You can also find me on X. Twitter's been renamed to X now. That always kind of trips me up there a little bit. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, the Borough Pulse. That's B-O-R-O-P-U-L-S-E dot com. I'm a monthly contributor to the Murfreesboro Pulse. And there you will find all the articles that I have written to date about education. I'm also very excited to be launching a new Substack for Free Your Children. That will be released soon. I hope you'll tune in to that one. And if you haven't checked out the new website, you can find me at FreeYourChildren.com. I'm very excited to be hosting seminars around the area here in Tennessee and neighboring states. If you have an interest in hosting a seminar in your area or hearing the information, please contact me. The time is very, very short. And the information surrounding education is very crucial. We are definitely in a battle for the souls of our nation's children. And the first way, the first line of defense we have is education. We need to be educating as many people as possible. So if you have an interest in that, please reach out to me and we will see if we can get something scheduled in your area. I'm very excited about tonight's guest that we have with us. I've known this lady for a long time now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's always a pleasure to have her. I want to tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Kim Scruggs. Kim has more than 25 years experience in education. She's taught in public schools, private schools, and several homeschool tutorials, teaching everything from algebra to writing, from ACT prep to U.S. history, and everything in between. Kim is married to Joey, who serves on staff at First Baptist Church, Columbia, Tennessee, and they have three children. Twins, Zachary and Seth, are 24 years old. And daughter Molly is almost 19 and a freshman at Austin P. State University. Kim, welcome. I'm glad to have you with us tonight. Thank you for having me. So Kim was actually teaching at a homeschool tutorial years ago when our oldest daughter was a student there. So that's how I met Kim. And Kim is a fabulous lady, and she has an amazing story to tell about her experiences as a homeschool mom. And I'm so excited to be kicking off this series. This series is focusing on parents who are home educating children that have special needs. And Kim fits into that category and many more. She's a wealth of information, and I know our listeners will be blessed. So I want to jump right in, Kim. Okay, thank you. And I want you to tell us a little bit about your son and his diagnosis. Okay. My son, Zachary, was diagnosed with epilepsy at the age of seven. His official diagnosis, we didn't find out until much later, 
which was infantile cortical dysplasia. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of God miracles with that story. That's a story for another day. Um, He had his first seizure when he was seven um, in September of 2006. We knew that looking back. And then his diagnosis came the following January. Um, We did not pull our boys to homeschool them until middle school. His seizures got really, really bad, more violent, um, more lashing out. He tried to pull keyboards. He would throw whatever was in his hands. And so we decided we're going to take him out and start in seventh grade. Right. And then that year, which was um, December of 2011, um, we went to Le Bonheur. Mm -hmm. Children's Hospital in Memphis, and stayed in their epilepsy monitoring unit, or the EMU. Right. There, we found out just how much the seizures had had done to his cognitive abilities. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a neuropsychologist who did all kinds of testing, and when she told me, here are his issues, and most of them involved receptive and expressive language Mm -hmm. and memory. Um, I knew that I had to go home and figure out how to school this child who didn't fit anything. His twin was gifted in the other direction, um, off the charts, intelligent. And then Zach was gifted Mm -hmm. in this area. Right. And so we just had to figure out what worked best for him at that point. Right. And so when he was in public school, I assume there were lots of days that he missed because of his medical condition that he was dealing with. And then, of course trying to navigate the classroom. Would you say that the public school system was set up to handle? (laughs) Absolutely not. Yeah. No. And bless them. We had a great group of teachers. And they tried. Right. But the boys were twins. And so if Zach were having a seizure in one classroom, Mm -hmm. they would run and get Seth. Well, they're Mm -hmm. 10 years old. Seth was not equipped to handle that. Right. And I I think that's one of the misconceptions that a lot of parents have who have special needs children. They think that the public school system is equipped to handle whatever needs that their child may have. And here you are saying, no, they didn't have what they needed. They didn't have the resources or the training to navigate his needs. Because even children with disabilities, they're not cookie cutter, right? Right. Yes. Every disability is different. You know, Mm -hmm. when people hear that Zach has epilepsy, they assume that he has grand mal seizures and falls on the floor because that's what you see in the movies. Mm -hmm. His look, nothing like that at all. And so the teachers tried. Mm -hmm. We tried training them. He had what's called a VNS, Mm -hmm. um, which you run a magnet over and it's supposed to stimulate that vagal nerve to stop the the seizure Mm -hmm. and they all had those and several of them used them Mm -hmm. but then others were like I'm just scared I don't know and Right, you know, because like, they haven't been trained in, right. in any capacity to deal with that. It's not right. their child. They're afraid they're going to do something wrong. So I understand that. Absolutely. And I'm sure it was a lot of pressure on Absolutely. the teachers, you know, especially if they didn't feel equipped yes. to handle we, the situation. We we had family members, grandparents, right. exactly. who wouldn't let him stay with mm-hmm. them because they didn't feel equipped. So imagine exactly. a teacher with 150 kids, right. probably many of whom have. Mm-hmm. All kinds of challenges and learning challenges. Yeah. And, you know, 
we we ask a lot of them. Right. And we decided it was time instead of asking a lot of them to ask a lot of ourselves. Right. And to figure out the best way to, right. to school him. And so you made the leap into homeschooling. We sure did. Was it scary for you, that jumping off point? Oh, my word. Yes, <laughs> it, did. it was. Especially we had started homeschooling before we found out this information. Mm-hmm. And so again, being twins, I just, they're both in the same grade. We're going to do all the same things together and in the same way. Mm-hmm. And I quickly realized, okay, wait a minute, this is not working. And so when I got that information at Le Bonheur, uh-huh. We came home and completely changed everything. We didn't change curriculum necessarily, but we changed methods. Right. Um, Seth, I would hand his assignments to and Mm -hmm. say, you do your time management. Mm -hmm. You let me know when you're ready for a test. It has to be by this deadline. Mm -hmm. And then we would regroup Mm -hmm. and go over whatever we needed to go over. He has a photographic memory. He's Mm -hmm. brilliant. He never needed a lot of help. Right. Zach, on the other hand... I had to read everything, too, because he couldn't get from hearing it in his brain mm-hmm. to processing the mm-hmm. information to then being able to write about it, answer questions about it. Right. We would stop every paragraph or so, and I would say, okay, mm-hmm. this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Do you understand this? Mm-hmm. So those were some of the modifications that yes. you decided to make. So what what did his schooling look like? What type of curriculum did you find effective for him? What model of education were you using for him? Well, by the time, so, so we, we did that in seventh grade. In Mm -hmm. eighth grade, we tried homebound. Right. So that I could spend more time with Seth. Mm -hmm. That was a disaster. Mm -hmm. Not because of the teacher, but it was just a disaster. Right. On a lot of levels. Yes. Um, So in ninth grade, Uh I, spent the entire summer prior to that researching Mm -hmm. and looking for curriculum that would work. And I found a curriculum by Pearson Mm -hmm. called AGS. Mm -hmm. And it was written specifically for kids in high school who had special education needs. Mm -hmm. It for us was perfect. Right. I couldn't find every subject. Mm -hmm. So I would tweak and do what I needed to do for other things. Right. But for, say, biology, Mm -hmm. it was a regular biology class, but it was a short chapter. There was no fluff. Mm -hmm. It was all basics. Right. You know, things that kids are expected to Mm -hmm. remember when they get out of high school, Mm -hmm. not all the stuff that's added in. Right. And so that's what we did. We used that curriculum mostly for history and for literature and for math. No, not for math, for science. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when it came time for chemistry, we did a workbook and called it chemistry. But Mm -hmm. he knows we did experiments and he knows solids, liquids, Mm -hmm. mass, you know, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things that he needs to know. Exactly. We found graphic novels Mm -hmm. of classics. So he has read Hamlet. He has read Tale of Two Cities. He's read Romeo and Juliet. All in short graphic where he sees the pictures, Mm -hmm. can see what's going on. And, you know, we watched Jeopardy as a family and he's actually remembered some of that stuff. So I was pretty proud of that. Well, you just described one of the things that makes homeschooling so effective for families, all families, whether they have children with special needs or not. You have parents that are dedicated 
to do the research to find the things that work best for their children. Because regardless, if you have a special needs child or what we consider regular ed, all children have special needs. That's exactly right. And, and you know, I, I say this often. If you homeschool... Every child in your family has an IEP, an yes. individualized education plan. That's yes. what an IEP is because homeschooling families are able to customize the curriculum to fit the needs of every child in their home. And it may not all look the same. It shouldn't look the same because right. children are individuals. So, But what you did as a mom... Yes. Was you took it upon yourself to find what you felt like was going to work best for him. Yes. And I tell families all the time, parents love their children more than anyone else. You have that child's best interest Absolutely. in mind. Absolutely. More than anyone else. Not to say that there may not be teachers that care, but they're not their parents. Exactly. You know, they are not tasked with raising and discipling and teaching, you know, biblically their children. And so you're a parent is going to do everything they can to make sure that child succeeds. And then you have the the added bonus of being able to spend one-on-one time with that Absolutely. child, which you're not going to get in a classroom, not for hours, you know, a day or whatever is needed. And then if he wakes up and he's not feeling well that day, you can do school whenever it's suited it yes. suits him best. Yes. So you have the ability to customize right. and to find exactly what works for him. Because you weren't doing the same types of things with your other, with his no. twin, right? No. no, no, no. And actually at that point, his, our, our family counselor mm-hmm. had told us there needs to be a break between right. them because yes. Seth was taking on too much of a protective, mm-hmm. almost a parental role. Right. And we didn't realize what was going on in his head. Mm-hmm. And she said there needs to be a break. Right. And so we made the decision at that time to place him in a private Christian school. Mm-hmm. This um, is your, your your other twin. Right. This, this be is Seth. Seth is Zachary's mm-hmm. twin. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... We knew we couldn't afford it. We Mm -hmm. had friends who said, we know the struggle you all have been through. We're going to take care of it for Mm -hmm. you. So he was able to do that. And I am so thankful we did at that point. Mm -hmm. I don't know that if, I, as I Mm -hmm. said before, if I Mm -hmm. knew then what I know now, we probably would have done some things differently to make that separation. Mm -hmm. But if we hadn't done it then, it would have come at college time right would have come when Seth got married and it was hard enough when they were ninth graders oh I'm sure for that to happen well and we all say if only we had known then what we know now and that's why I say the key to it all starts with education most parents do not know right so that's one of the the missions of free your children I am determined to share the truth and love about education now Oftentimes, people may not find the truth very loving. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> but if Absolutely. you love someone enough, you will tell them the truth. So shows like we're doing today, are, I feel like, can serve a, as a source of encouragement yes. and equip yes. parents with what they need. Yes. So, you know, I tell people all the time, I got involved with what I do now, primarily because I want to tell people, don't do what I did. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> don't make the same mistakes that I made because I didn't know and And we made lots of mistakes when we first started homeschooling as a family Mm -hmm. because I was trying to learn, unlearn everything that I had been taught about education. And and 
being a classroom teacher absolutely yes i thought i was going to be standing up with a whiteboard and that did not happen we made all the mistakes that i tell people today don't do it don't recreate public school at home it's all i knew right and i really had to go through re-education of sorts um and and that's continuing too i still after 30 plus years in education i do not know everything there is to know about education and education is fluid so i am learning something new with the research that i do every single day so you know we want to create lifelong learners anyway and we should be modeling that for our children so i you know this is a a a continued walk for me And I am continually learning new things. So I tell parents, don't feel guilty about what you didn't do. Right. Just be open to hearing and learning. And then once you know, we do better, right? Right. When we know better, we do better. So that's what we're hoping to do is just to encourage and equip parents and give them the support that they need um, so that they don't have the same regrets that we do, right? Absolutely. I know there are challenges. There are challenges in everything that we do. What are some of the challenges you would say that you were facing, your family faced through this journey? Honestly, like all of homeschooling, Mm -hmm. that has its challenges. Absolutely. You know, the Mm -hmm. whole um, time thing. Am I giving them what they need? Am I, are they coming out of it with the the stuff that they need to know? Mm -hmm. But in our case, because... Zach's memory mm-hmm. was challenged and mm-hmm. and not very good at all. Every day was like Groundhog Day. Right. I would say the same algebra rules mm-hmm. every day. Right. Every day. Subtracting a negative is mm-hmm. the same as what? Right. <laughs> Adding a positive. Yes. And so there were days I was weary. Right. And I know that all parents are like that. Right. With homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Um, the other challenge with Mm -hmm. us that is unique to twins Mm -hmm. was the separation right Zach had always been very not dependent on Mm -hmm. Seth but liked having him there right and we had to make a spreadsheet Mm -hmm. of Seth's classes Mm -hmm. and where he was when and Zach would check it and say I wonder what Seth's doing and right you know that kind of thing um the other challenges the one that continues to today Uh and will continue for the rest of his life Mm -hmm. is that his seizures are not completely gone Mm -hmm. when they did a partial temporal lobectomy Uh when he was 14 um, they got one area Mm -hmm. they thought we got it we thought we got it all Mm -hmm. and then they discovered there was a second spot where his seizures were originating in his brain okay so even though some things changed and got better. Mm-hmm. It didn't stop the seizures completely. Okay. So he cannot be left alone mm-hmm. at all, per the doctor's orders, not right. because we're helicopter right. parents. Right, yeah. And for so, his safety. For his safety. Yes. And so that was a challenge mm-hmm. in that he has to go everywhere with me or my husband. Mm-hmm. Now that Seth is older, too, and married, mm-hmm. he'll take Zach and they'll go to a movie and right. give us some date time mm-hmm. or whatever. But for a long, long time, we didn't have that. Right. And there, that was, that's the biggest challenge right, right there is that you, you couldn't go to the grocery store by yourself. Right. Or you couldn't, 
do anything by yourself. Mm -hmm. And I had to figure out all the part-time jobs that I could take him to or that I could do when my pastor husband wasn't home or Mm -hmm. when he could come home early. And so navigating the finances of all of this Mm -hmm. was a huge challenge. That and, and the cost of his medicine. Right. Um, yeah, I so, can imagine. Yeah. Well, I know there have been challenges, but I also know there have been benefits. Oh, wonderful benefits. So let's talk about some of those. Okay. All right. Probably the biggest benefit of homeschooling him was that I know him inside mm-hmm. and out. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten to the point in our relationship, and it hasn't always been like this, uh-huh. where we laugh about it. And we can, <laughs> you can, I can say, well, you know, you only have half a brain, Zach. And he'll be like, yeah, I know, but I knew that and you didn't, Mom. And, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So um, that has been the biggest, biggest benefit. Mm-hmm. That and his biggest desire was to be a real graduate. Right. And so the home, the umbrella school mm-hmm. that we went with, I researched all of them uh-huh. and found one that was a little off the grid. Right. But it made me a church related school. Yes. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I could determine what his requirements were for graduation. Right. So like I alluded to earlier, chemistry mm-hmm. was a workbook on an eighth grade level that we did when he was a junior. Right. But it was he something he could understand Uh and it was still chemistry right I didn't have to have a foreign language right um so we were able to give him Mm -hmm. a real diploma right and we had a real graduation and the benefit of that was the number of people who have supported us through the years Mm -hmm. who came out for that graduation Uh and just cheered him on and continue to cheer him on yeah and we would have not Would not have had that had we not volunteered where we did, been at our church all the time, helping out there, um, volunteering at the elementary school together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So even though you think, oh, my kid's with me all the time, it's also, hey, my kid's with me all the time. Absolutely. I had a unique opportunity at a private event that I where I just spoke at a seminar over the weekend and we were discussing the same thing mm-hmm. helping parents find the joy yes. in parenting because, because it's there it's there but it's been we've been conditioned as a society um, you know, you see the memes that you'll see posted on Facebook, you know, thank goodness summer breaks over. We're sending our kids oh. off to school. And, you know, I've had comments um, made to me before from people that just don't know any better. How can you stand to be at home with your children all day long? And to me, that's very sad mm-hmm. because oftentimes it's said in front of their children. Yes. Or it's said in front of my children. And here's the thing. I actually like my kids and spending time with them. And as you said, building those relationships with them and pouring into them have been, uh, that's been one of the biggest blessings of homeschooling. Absolutely. And so there is, there should be joy in parenting and you should enjoy uh, the gift that God has given you of being a parent. And we need to be encouraging that in our churches. We need to be, um, The older women need to be encouraging the younger women to love their families, love their children, teach and disciple their children. And that's been lost in our culture. And we really need to get back to that. So I'm glad you brought that up. And we had an opportunity to touch on that today. Tell me what some of the misconceptions of homeschooling special needs kids are. 
I hear my kid has dyslexia. I can't do this. Yeah. Yes, 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 you can. Mm-hmm. Google is your friend. Yes. But also, and I never thought I would say this, social media can be mm-hmm. your friend. Mm-hmm. There are Facebook groups yep. out there of home educators, of teachers who are saying, here's what you can do with your your child who's dyslexic or your child who's autistic mm-hmm. or a child who has physical limitations. Right. Find your people yes. and learn from them. Yes. There are conferences, things like mm-hmm. Tiffany does. There are other kinds of conferences Absolutely. that are out there that might say, hey, you're a homeschooling parent. Come on and come for free. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, let me teach you how to teach your child with dyslexia. Right. And you can find them. You can. And I've had a very unique opportunity to meet some of these individuals who mm-hmm. offer these resources. And, and many of them have been highlighted here on the For Your Children radio show. And some are coming up. Those shows are coming up. So, I can't wait. <laughs> yes. So there are tons of resources available. If parents um, think that you can't do it, that's just a lie that, yes. that you've been told. Yes. <laughs> and that's yes. a lie straight from the devil. You are qualified to teach your own child, even if they do have some type of learning disability. Or, or special need you actually are the most equipped absolutely and there are people who will walk alongside you to encourage you and give you what you need to make absolutely. make your journey successful and um, you know we're all here to help so if absolutely. you have questions if you would like to get in touch with Kim all you have to do is contact me and I can put you in touch with her if you are facing some of the same challenges yes. that she has had I know you would be more than willing absolutely. to share what you know with them right Kim we have prayed when So back it up 25, 26 years, Mm -hmm. we were going through infertility Mm -hmm. and God blessed us with these two boys. Mm -hmm. And we said all along, Lord, we don't know what you're doing in this, but help us use this to encourage someone else. Right. Then when Zach was diagnosed, Mm -hmm. we said the same thing. Okay. After, after we wrapped our head around things and and that took a while. Right. We said, okay, Lord, send us people who need help Mm -hmm. with this. Mm -hmm. And same with homeschooling. Mm -hmm. When people have come to me and said, okay, but my kid is fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. I've said, but here's this excellent resource. You know, it's a -hmm. a catalog of all levels of special education materials. Here's this person. Here's that person. And so we pray. I pray daily send me who you need to right. send me so exactly. that I can encourage them to do this same thing. Absolutely. That's one of the many goals yes. and missions of Free Your Children is Absolutely. that we hope those that need to hear this are hearing it. It removes the scales from their eyes. Yes. Of course, we get to share the gospel here because Amen. this is a Christian radio station. And then, of course, my ministry for your children is a Christian-based ministry. I think for most people, considering this it's just the mental block absolutely because they've been conditioned to believe that they can't do it and there are thousands of parents who are doing it successfully i've interviewed parents with children who have down syndrome that they're homeschooling Um, another interview that's coming up soon um, his son their son also has epilepsy And they'll be sharing their story, you know, families who have children with dyslexia. And if you have a child that has been diagnosed with dyslexia or you suspect that they may have it, I highly encourage you to read the book, Crimes of the Educators Mm -hmm. by Alex Newman and Samuel Blumenfeld, because I think that will likely put some things in perspective um, for you. Uh, It's a fantastic read, chock full of information and um, 
resources, you know, accompanying that book as well. And no, I'm not getting paid to say that. <laughs> That's just my own personal recommendation right. because I found it very, very beneficial. But you're right, Kim, and I'm thankful to know that you're willing to get Absolutely. out there um, and help parents, yes. you and your husband, and encourage them in this walk because we have to be encouragers yes. of one another, right? Yes. Um, let's, let's end with this. Give our listeners some advice. If you're listening to this radio show, you have a child with special needs, and you're considering homeschooling. Kim, what would you say to those people? I would say pray a lot. Pray a lot. Dig into Scripture, because everywhere in Scripture it says, and and the verse that, that comes to mind right now is that you, if you have the Lord, you have everything you need for life and godliness. So you've just got to have faith mm-hmm. that God's going to provide the resources. God's going to provide the commitment. God's going to give you everything that you need to equip this child. And it may not look like any other child's education. And right. that's okay. Okay. Amen. Perfect advice. Thank you so much for being willing to share what you know. I'm sure I'll have you back again because we could talk for hours about all things homeschooling. It's been an honor. And I will have where you can contact Kim listed when this show gets ready to air. I want to thank Safe Storage again tonight for sponsoring tonight's show. If you have storage needs and you're in the Middle Tennessee area, you can find them at safestoragetn.com. And I want to leave you with this. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. James 1, 12. We love you here at WXRQ, but remember, Jesus loves you so much more. Good night and God bless.